Hello to everyone, this is Maria and Bethan, clinical practitioners from Barnet Integrated Clinical Service. And welcome back to our second episode of Staying Well in Barnet, a series of podcasts where we will talk about looking after our well-being whilst we continue to adapt to our new way of living in response to COVID-19. Remember that you can always visit our website at www.barnet.gov.uk slash back to school and slash coronavirus COVID-19 latest information and advice. This week we'll be talking about managing relationship challenges in the family and at home as part of our adaptations to this kind of gradual lifting of the lockdown. So a lot has changed in the past few weeks um, people are going back to work, some schools have opened, some shops have opened and the rules around socialising has loosened a little bit. But there's still a sense of frustration, you know, if, if you're still working from home, there's a lot of uncertainty about jobs, um, a lot of kids are still studying at home and there are still restrictions about seeing our family and seeing our friends in, in the houses. So although things have started opening up again, it can still feel really difficult to come to terms with the fact that this new way of working, studying and socialising is going to be going on for quite a while. I know I've definitely felt quite mixed about the new lockdown rules. I mean, it's, it's great that I can meet up with friends in the park, but it's, it's kind of hard to imagine that it's going to be a long time before you know, I can go and see my family in their home. And in a way, it's becoming clearer that this is going to be going on for much longer than we might have initially hoped. So there's a lot of uncertainty, you know, about jobs, about travel, seeing family, ways of working, and it can feel quite big. Yes, and also uncertainty and feeling of not being in control can make us feel scared. Um, we don't know what to expect, how this will impact us in the long term, financially, for example, or how secure our jobs are or even what it means for our future if we are a student and who's missing out on, on school. So when we feel frightened, it can trigger our threat response. And you might have heard of uh, the fight, flight or freeze response. So this response is evolutionarily programmed to help us to avoid or escape from danger and keep us safe. So it's normal, it's in our DNA. A number of changes happen in our body when the, the fight-flight-freeze response is triggered. When we feel that there is a threat, that we are in danger in some way, our body responds by preparing us to fight the danger, run from the danger, or if we can't do any of those things, to freeze, like a rabbit in the headlights. And you might have seen animals do this, where they appear dead, so that the predator might pay less attention to them and give the animal a chance to run. The fight response is often our first instinctive response to defend ourselves from danger, which is often why we get angry when we feel threatened. Another example is when, for example, the fire alarm is going on because our bread is getting burned on the toaster. So do you think it's because it's our, there is a fire or just because there is a smoke and these had triggered and make the fire alarm on. So it's like for thing, little things, we can be alarmed. 
Hmm. Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense is, is when we think there's a fire, but actually it's just smoke, but the alarm's going off anyway. And the coronavirus is a threat to all of us. So whether that's, you know, concerns over our health, concerns about health for our loved ones, worries about financial stability, or, you know, simpler things like a threat to our freedom, a threat to our social connections, a threat to our capacity to learn and grow as children missing out on education. So it makes sense that we all feel threatened. And because of that, we're more likely to feel irritable and to feel angry because our brains are sensing this huge global threat and triggering our survival response, the fight, flight or freeze. So what happens when we're stuck at home for most of the day, working and living on top of each other whilst responding to this global threat through our instinctive fight mode? Well, we can end up fighting each other. We're tense, we're ready for a fight, but ultimately, you know, under that there's, there's a lot of fear. And how do we manage this? How do we cope with these family tensions in the home? Okay, so we want to share with you some tips. And the first one is to recognize that we should expect ourselves to be a bit short-tempered, tense and irritable right now. When we acknowledge that our family members or housemates are responding to threat, it's easier not to take their reactions personally. And because it's not us they're angry at, but they're reacting to a much bigger feeling of fear. And the same goes for ourselves. Remember that in this moment, you're more likely to get annoyed about the dirty dishes, not being able to go around to your friend's house or that thing that your dad said, for example, because you are also coping with that threat. So the second tip is to acknowledge those feelings out loud. So when you feel yourself, you know, feeling furious about the bins, try explaining to your children, your parents, your partner, that you're a bit more irritable than usual. And would they mind helping you out by doing, you know, X, Y, Z. The same goes for others. So when you notice someone really blowing up, going crazy, you know, going mad about something, can you ask them, you know, are you, are you feeling quite frustrated or overwhelmed by this whole situation right now? And do you want to talk about it? Especially with children, it's important to acknowledge their feeling. You know, you can say something like, I can see that you're feeling quite scared or I can see that you're, you're feeling really frustrated right now or a bit sad. As a family, try and have open conversations that acknowledge that times are hard right now and we're all feeling tense and can we just give each other a bit of a break? Try and notice your language as best as you can. When we start sentences with I, such as I feel, I want, I do, it's much harder for the other person to become agitated. But when we start sentences with you, such as you did this or you're annoying me, the other person can feel attacked and they might get defensive. Yeah. So our third tip is to communicate with each other about what helps and what doesn't, to look together at solutions to these challenges. We all respond to stress in different ways. Some of us want comfort from others and some of us want to be alone. So ask your family when they feel like sad or frustrated, what helps? And try and put a plan in place to prevent conflicts from escalating that might include reminding members to spend some time alone or go for a walk. For example, with children, it might be helpful looking for all possible solutions together and pick the one that is more suitable for the young person. 
Tip four is to be clear on the rules. So the government rules about what we can and cannot do right now are pretty confusing. And there does seem to be quite a lot of, you know, open to interpretation or use your common sense. The problem with that is that it means that people can understand these rules in different ways. And you might have different views in the home about what that means. So this can cause conflict. You know, if someone wants to go out and do something that, that you feel doesn't fit with the government rules. So try and agree as a family how you understand the rules to avoid conflict later on. Remember, we're only allowed to meet up with six people at a time and this has to be outside. Wherever possible, we should avoid public transport and if we must use it, we should be wearing masks. As a family, make sure you're all clear on what is and is not acceptable so that people understand where the boundaries are. Tip five, try counting to 10. Breathing or tensing and releasing your muscles. Remember, you're feeling under threat. So the best thing is to help you manage your anger is to help yourself feel calm. If you can, take a nice deep breath, breathing in for the count of four. Holding for the count of four and releasing for the count of four. You can also try an exercise called tense and release, which we are going to try now. Better, would you like to give us some description of this? Yeah, sure. So obviously when we're feeling stressed, we can hold a lot of tension in our body, especially in our muscles. You know, you might feel it in your shoulders or in your back. And one of the ways to, to help kind of release that stress is to let go of some of that tension. So what we're going to do is we're going to practice tensing our muscles and we'll start with our hands. So if you try it at home now, so put your hands out in front of you. And what we're going to do is we're going to make a really, really tight, strong fist with our hands, squeezing as hard as you possibly can until you actually feel yourself shaking. So squeeze and then let go. Open your hands and just notice any difference you feel now after you've relaxed your muscles. And we're going to do the same now with our shoulders. So if you squeeze your shoulders up to your ears, squeezing them as tight as you can, squeezing those muscles, lifting your shoulders up to your ears, and then let it go, sink those shoulders back down. And again, see if you notice any difference once you've let that tension go a little bit. Now we're gonna do our whole arms. So we're gonna see those biceps. So you're gonna squeeze all your muscles like you're going to the gym. So do it now, squeeze. Let's see those muscles, squeeze as tight as you can and then release. Relaxing your arms, letting that stress go. We'll do it now with our legs. So you're gonna pull in the muscles in your legs so that they're, they're really hard, you know, they're like rocks. So we're gonna squeeze them in now, squeeze, squeeze those legs as tight as you can, and then release, relaxing your legs and letting the muscles go. And now we're gonna do our torso, so we're gonna do our stomach and our chest and we're gonna squeeze in and feel those abs. Feel those abs from all your workouts with Joe Wicks. Squeeze in as tight as you can, and then release, let it go. And this is just one way, you know, you can do this with, with all of the muscle groups. You can do it with your jaw, you can do it with your feet. And what happens is when we, we focus on tensing, we can realize that actually we've been holding our body really tense and just not realized it. And so this helps us to actually, you know, release some of that tension from our body, relax a little bit and release some of that anger and some of that stress. So Maria, how did you find that? 
I find I found it very helpful, especially for the the shoulder ones. I felt much better, much better. That's great, and I know that um you've got an you've got something as well that you use, don't you, for for like anger yeah. and frustration. Yes. So another great idea is writing or drawing something, and it might sound a little bit weird, but one thing that I do to help me just to release my anger is um, to scream really, really like loud in the park or yelling into a pillow. And so after I finish doing that, I feel like, ah, I finished, done. It is quite weird, but I've actually done that before as well. You just sort of like yell at the top of your lungs. It does help you release some of your, some of your anger. So here's another tip. So, so far, you know, we've been talking a lot about how to manage these feelings of stress and, and, and of threat. Um, but we can, you know, in times like this, focus on the negative, focus on the problems. And this can actually sometimes increase the tendency to feel as though things are worse than they are, actually are, you know, to turn something into a bit of a catastrophe. So something that can be really helpful is try to identify one good thing that happened during the week and actually share it with your family. You know, really tiny things like, I don't know, there was a bit of sunshine or um, that packet of crisps you ate was really, really good or whatever it is, having a nice conversation with mum. And try and make it a bit of a habit. So something that you do as a family on a regular basis, it can, it can help keep us motivated. Yeah. So step seven, and our final tip, is to give yourself a break. Remember, this is hard. We are all living with uncertainty and find ourselves spending lots more time around people throughout most of the day. So it's hard and it's, it's normal to feel angry. Do your best and ask those around you to support you. So Beth, I have a question for you. What is your favorite, your positive thing for this week? Um, so this week, I, I haven't done it yet, but um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's keeping me going. Is um, This weekend I'm meeting up with a friend and we're gonna get takeaway pizza and sit in a park and I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. What about you, Maria? What's your positive thing for this week? So far, I had a nice, lovely walk, long walk, and uh, I enjoyed the sunshine and uh, lovely weather and warm temperature at the park. Nice, great. So that's kind of the end of, of this week's podcast and, and just to conclude this week we shared with you some tips on how to manage you know some of these tensions that can come up in relationships when we're living on top of each other during this difficult period so understanding and acknowledging our feelings and working on communication as best as we can is is always helpful so that's enough tips for today and we hope that you're able to give these a go at home you can let us know what you think, if you like, um, by contacting us on bix at barnet.gov.uk. That's bix, B-I-C-S at barnet.gov.uk. And if you have any questions, please do let us know. Next time, we'll be talking about finding new ways to feel connected whilst we're living under social restrictions. So that's it from us today. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.